What's going on, YouTube Nights? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price top 10 comic books for the week ending October 3rd. Happy Halloween comic cover month to yes. you all. The age old question How many lords does the countdown backwards from 11 today? Just two of us. So uh, let me see if uh, we had a request for some old school hip hop uh, from Villain Issues. I see you're still in the live chat, so uh, you will get it, my friend. He was Ooh. like, he's like, uh, Villain Issues was like, hey man, and when you do play it, just don't say, well, some dude requested it. Please give my name out. So shout out to Villain Comics. <laughs> shout out to Villains Comics. He wanted some old school hip hop, uh, and we're gonna go back to my girl DJ Sha DJ Shali. So uh, let's get some old school hip hop in there. We're gonna start with Easy and end with Too Short. <laughs> Cruising down the street in my six four, jocking the bitches, slapping the hoes. Went to the park to get the scoop. Knuckleheads out there, cold shooting some hoops. A car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino rolling kilo G. He rolled down his window and he started to say, It's all about making that. Explosive. West Coast shit, my nigga rich. Ways of track, girls that used to turn they back. Causing me to yank they arm and pose like I would do them all. And I'm saying thank you because they tell me my shit's the bomb. Can't wait for your candy rain. So what you saying? I get my swerve on, bring it 
alive, make it last forever, damn the kitty cat's time. And I don't know why your girl keeps paging me She tell me that she needs me Cries when she leaves me And every time she sees me, she squeeze me Lady, take it easy Hate to sound sleazy, but tease me I don't want it if it's that easy Hey, yo, plus it Baby, got a problem singing bye-bye Just another habit of a fly guy Your ass why don't matter My pockets got fatter Now everybody's looking for the ladder And ain't no mean being greedy If you wanna see me, try to keep a number, baby, when you need it And I'll be there in a jiffy All right. Ooh. I think that covers it. We had a little East Coast, yep. West Coast, all over. Ended with Easy and I started with Easy, ended with Two Shorts. Shout out to uh, our girl DJ Chalet and uh, to Villain Issues. That was for you, man. You wanted some old school uh, hip hop? Justin, say what's good to the people. No diggity, no doubt on a Tuesday night. What's going on, chat? Lords of the Long Box. Yeah, I highlighted everybody on there so we don't have to talk and highlight all you guys again. Um, Shout out to everybody who's not a Yankee or a Red Sox fan who's probably <laughs> watching the game at this point. But, you know, for all of us who aren't Red Sox and Yankees fan, welcome to the Cover Price Top 10. This friend is, uh, this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for all your price guides, collections, and trends, and uh, top 10 lists, movers, and shakers. All for the low, low price of $6.99 a month or a McRib bill. That's mm. starting November 1st. Boom, that's a cannonball. Can't wait to get my McRib on starting November 1st. The show's also sponsored by our friends over at KRSComics.com. Use discount code of L-O-T-O-B to get 15% off anything in the KRS Comics exclusives. This is still available, and this is still available. And Chris told me that um, this weekend, make sure you tune in to uh, KRSComics.com. They're going to have a bunch of NYCC exclusives. I can't tell you what it is yet. Hopefully, by Thursday's show... I'll be able to show you some of the exclusives and you'll be able to use a discount code to save. So, you know what? It kind of makes it get better that you didn't go to NYCC because you wouldn't be able mm -hmm. to get 15% off. Now that you're, it's going to be on KRS Comics website, there are all their NYCC exclusives. You get 15% off using the discount code, right? Doesn't get any better Hell than yeah. that. All right, so uh, this is the top 10 list ending uh, November, October 3rd. And shout out to everybody who hashtags Halloween comic covers. Best time of the year on Instagram for you to post your horror, supernatural, scary, fun books. It's just a great time of the year to get the whole IG Comic Lord community involved, man. I, I see some great covers in there. I, first of all, I got to shout out my girl, Moonlit Comics, Moonlight Comics, Michelle, who showed off a book that I was even jealous of. Uh, it was the Tomb of Dracula book, number 44, uh, first meeting of Doctor Strange and Dracula. I do not Ooh. have that book. Now I need to get that book. Thanks a lot, <laughs> Michelle. All right. Uh, let's get it off things start up. Justin's going to read all of them so I can highlight uh, how many offers and more yeah. one furs that we have. So, Justin, it's all you this week. No pressure at all. What do we got for the runner-up? Well... The runner-up, actually, we should have did an over-under on uh, something, but let's go uh, Avengers number 257 from Marvel Comics 1985. So this is the first appearance of Nebula, but after James Gunn mentioned that this character is going to be having a quote-unquote pretty huge role in the next Guardians of the Galaxy, 
and also with her first solo series have seen significant market heat. While she's been in the MCU for quite a while now, the market has mostly ignored her key issues. However, this seems to have changed. This issue, her first appearance, sold 28 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 109%, had a high sale of $474.99 for a CGC 9.8 recently. Hmm. Now, this is like double, triple spec that, you know, she's come back. So um, James Gunn also, he, he's kind of infamous for, um, you know, for, you know, cryptic uh, tweets. And he also said that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, he said, will introduce a uh, a, uh, a major, one yeah, of the best that. characters in the, in the Marvel comics. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, obviously it's not Nebula. Um, We're getting slapstick. What yeah, is it? What shit, I would retire after that. Slapstick in Dakota North. I'm dropping the microphone. I'm going home. <laughs> uh, but a lot of people thinking it's um, it's uh, maybe Nova. Or, yep. uh, but since it's a holiday special, I don't know. Maybe James Gunn is messing with people. Maybe it's like the Santa Claus version uh, from Marvel. I don't know, man. But it's uh, oh, there's yeah. a Gardens of Galaxy Halloween special. If you look at his Twitter, he was like teasing it. And somebody asked about uh, Nova. Uh, and I think Mikey Sun even said that he hearing that it may be Nova as well. I mean, it's no our secret that Warlock and Nova are going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy Part 3. Uh, it's mm-hmm. only inevitable. He wanted to put him in earlier, but then I think they stopped him from doing that. But uh, the runner-up on the list, everybody had probably has this at one point in their collection. The Avengers number 257. 475 for 9.8. All right, let's get right to it, boys and girls. Speaking of the aforementioned Guardians of the Galaxy, what do we got for number 10? Well, we have another Guardians book. So we have Gamora number one from 2016. So this book follows the current trend of the first solo series, seeing some market heat with Nebula number one heating up. The market figured it might as well focus on her sister. Since they're both being going to be returning for Guardians 3, it makes sense. Uh, even though very delayed since they have been clearly have a long presence here in the MCU. Regardless, this first solo sold 21 copies, had a seven day uptrend of 189%. And a high sale for 80 bucks for a CGC 9.8 on this cover A. And there are a couple variants for this one. Didn't they do that uh, Matina one that's really yes, hot, right? Yes, the one with the reflection on it. That one yeah, is a knife. hot variant. Yeah. Um, and I also think it's because Gamora is going to be featured in uh, What If Tonight or Tomorrow uh, mm-hmm. for the What If finale. Remember, we haven't seen Gamora yet, so Gamora is supposed to... Uh, show up on What If tonight, and it's supposed to be an hour-long finale. And the uh, I went on the What If Twitter account, and it's, and it's What If the Watcher broke his vows is the name of the yep. episode. Uh, so we're gonna see it all. I can't wait till well, some of you guys gotta wait till three a.m., but I just gotta wait till midnight. So uh, <laughs> damn sleep it all, man. So I can't wait for to see the finale tonight, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be incredible, man. All right, so number ten on the list is Gamora, number one from two thousand and sixteen. All right, what do we got for number nine? Uh, we have another kind of holdover from last week. This wasn't this didn't make the top ten, but uh, one of the versions did. So Moon Knight number three, the Rod Reese one in twenty five ratio variant from Marvel Comics. So this one is uh, of course first appearance of Hunter's Moon. As noted last week, he's considered the other half of Moon Knight. While he's not quite a villain or an ally, he follows and obeys the will of the Conchu, where Mark Spector does not. This first appearance of Doctor Bourdais as Hunter's Moon is sold thirty eight copies. Of the one in twenty-five ratio variant had a seven-day uptrend of one hundred six percent and a high sale of fifty-two dollars and ninety-five cents for a raw copy. Dope cover. Yeah, and the character looks dope too. So mm-hmm. he's like the antithesis or the opposite of Moon Knight, right? Uh, and, yeah. And you know, I'm I'm really glad they're leaning into the supernatural fist of the Conchu stuff, and I really hope uh, they do that on the uh, the Moon Knight show as well. 
uh, which I'm pretty sure I'm 100 99.99% sure you're going to see the trailer on Disney Day in uh, November. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking of which, make sure you tune in on Sunday. Mikey Sutton has actually got a little uh, primer for that. He's got some, uh, some, uh, uh, I guess forwarded news about what's going to uh, what they're going to be uh, uh, displaying or talking about on Disney Day. So make sure you check out the uh, letters on the long box this Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific. It's going to be fun. It's got we're going to have to talk about the stuff they're going to be debut on Disney Plus. eBay is going to blow up that day on Disney Plus. <laughs> Same with DC Fandom. When DC Fandom, yeah. I think, is in October, you know, when they talk about the, apparently there's some DC projects that, you know, they haven't talked. We already know what Madame Zadendu, uh Green Lantern Corps. But they said After there's some other stuff. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it's really good time to be a comic book nerd, man. Uh, and speaking of comic book series that aren't DC or Marvel, what do we got for number eight? How about this one? The Boys, number 24 from Dynamite from 2008. So it was announced almost a year ago per Variety that The Boys spin off in development over at Amazon following the success of season two. Uh, back then, it was mentioned that the series was going to focus on G-Wiz, teenage team of uh, teenagers who graduated into the G-Men, whose first appearance with multiple first appearances in this issue. Uh, of course, there's the cameo via headshots also in issue number 23, but 24 is the one that the market is kind of going with. Per deadline last week, the series was greenlit by Amazon with the showrunners. Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters. This series would focus on portraying young superheroes on the show set as America's only college exclusive for young adult superheroes run by Vault International. While it's unknown who the recently announced cast will be playing, this issue has is packed with first appearances. Sold 11 copies last week, seven, seven day uptrend of 484% and a high sale of $49.99 for a near mint raw copy. Good luck finding this, first of all, from oh, 2008. Yeah. And it's an homage to uh, this is the Animal House uh, movie poster <laughs> yeah. homage. Uh, can you I can only imagine how wild it's going to be. College age kids, you know, you know, mm-hmm. you know, doing the boy style. So it's not like, you know, they're going to be adults. So there's going to be lots of drinking and all kinds of craziness that's going to happen, man. So it's good to see the boys, man. Amazon killing it with the boys. Um Man, God, so many good things coming out, man. The Lord of the Rings on Amazon. The um, Game, Game of, of Thrones, Thrones just released their teaser today for the House of that Dragon. Awesome. Oh, man. I don't care what you say, man. Uh, six and a half seasons of Game of Thrones was pretty good. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, they didn't it. quite stick the landing on the uh, on the uh, the finale. It's because after really the death of so-called the cliffhanger death of Jon Snow is where the books end. And so the director, yeah. the writers are of, of the series kind of went on their own with some input from J.R.R. Martin. Um, uh, supposedly his book will be coming out in the year 2050. So we have that to look forward to. So number eight on the list is the boys. Number 24 from 2008. Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, what do we got for number seven? We have our third Guardians book. So this was a holdover from last week. So Nebula number one. So as we noted earlier, the market is suddenly starting picking up uh, Nebula's first solo series after hearing several various YouTube channels, sites, and social posts mentioning that it was mostly it has mostly ignored first series. This did give the regular cover a boost in sales and prices. It uh, sold 25 copies last week, seven-day uptrend of 210%, and a high sale for 40 bucks for a raw copy on the cover A. Book is still is, moving. That's crazy. Is is FOMO on Avengers uh, two fifty seven or what is it? Uh, yeah, two fifty seven for her first. Is FOMO on that that so bad that we are we getting issue number one? I didn't think uh, two, Avengers two fifty seven was that expensive, but uh, 
All this stems from um, the cast reading the script and saying how emotional it was, and then people are thinking that you know, you know, they take what they will from it, and then people add on to it. So you know, mm-hmm. uh, some are saying this is this is no spoiler on my part, but Drac- Drax is going to get killed off, and you know, a bunch of characters going to get killed off, this, that, and the other. But we shall see. I mean, uh, um, you know, uh, obviously it's his last Guardians of the movie, but I could see another roster of guardians of the galaxy right just like yeah uh, in the comics. around mm-hmm. yeah just like in the comics man i mean just like how many avengers rosters are there why not make some more guardians you know True. put an in there so, and you know uh quasar some other characters you know get some more cosmic beings in there but you know i bet those guys have been doing guardians of the galaxy for how long now it's been psh, i don't know how long eight it's years. been i mean before that i mean chris pratt i only knew him from moneyball <laughs> oh geez chris Chris Pratt played Moneyball, you know, about the Oakland A's, and he played, uh, mm-hmm. what's his name, the first baseman. And I was like, that's Chris Pratt. Holy cow. I can't believe it. Oh, that, I just man. remember him from like Parks and Rec, and he was like a slot. Parks and Rec. He, like... he was a fat dude, right? <laughs> Next thing you know, he's like ripped, taking his shirt off. And he was like, he was like the dumb jock. And, uh, and then he was like, he was like, uh, he was like chubby chub. He was yeah, a chub. Yeah. Oh, then... he was a, he was a fatty. Yeah, but he was hilarious in Parks and Rec. I just remember that. But then it's like, you know, and the next thing you know, you, there's another scene in the Guardians of the Galaxy. He takes his shirt off, and he's like, well, where did he find that six-pack from? Jesus. I mean, you know what? <laughs> hey, man, if I worked in Hollywood, and I had a personal trainer at my beck and call 24 hours a day, and I had the best access to human growth hormones, I'd be ripped, yep. too. But you know what? Not all of us do. You know, we ain't got time to bulk up for, a, you know, a roll and work out eight hours a day like my man Wolverine. But anyway, number yeah. seven on the list is Nebula. Number one. All right. For those who are in on the Venom hype train, what do we got for number six? Uh, Venom Lethal Protector number one from Marvel Comics 1993. So without going to spoilers of the movie that was just released last week, Venom seems to have some longevity to this cinematic future. While already expensive, his first full appearance in Amazing Spider-Man 300 is seeing big bumps in prices. The fans and collectors that have been priced out of that are always going after their first solo. So, of course, you go after those nostalgic drive covers. So this cover... First mini series of uh, Venom, of course, sold 43 copies last week. It's had a seven-day uptrend of 142% and a high sale of $291 and a CGC 9.8. This yeah, I'm littered. The... This, I think this list is littered with mini series or first solos or limited People series. People got good chances to go five for ten on this list. This this list. Oh is yeah, not this too is an easy list. Uh, we actually had this on our shakers list. We had the Black Error cover and. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't explain it, but Venom, Let There Be Carnage, did $90 million opening weekend. Uh, Contrary to what I think of the movie, Venom has always had, you know, a rabid fan base. You know, a Mm -hmm. lot of people really love the film. I was, I, like I said, I gave it two and a half McRibs out of five. Uh, it was the shortest movie I've seen in my life, and it felt like it. Um, But, you know, apparently, I meant, you know, you know, people really like the end credit scene. Um, but it was kind of weird the way, uh, I'll just say this, man. I'm glad I didn't really stock up on Carnage's first appearance. I'll just, put, I'll just put it, I'll just put it at that, but, or uh, yeah, it did huge numbers for, uh, even for pre pandemic, uh, it did $90 million for an October, was it October? I think, yeah. October release, yep, October uh, which is, it was pretty good. I mean, the first film did almost $800 million either too. And the, and it was the, the, the reviews were, 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 you know, 
so-so, middle of the road. You know, I saw it and I, I actually liked the first Venom better. I thought it was uh, the story was fleshed out a little bit better. Um, I will say this. If you didn't like the banter between the symbiote and Eddie Brock, you won't like the movie. If you really enjoyed that banter, I think you really uh, like the movie. Um, to, yeah, you that, know. that comes from the Donny Cates run. Oh, shit, I Oh, man, oh, why you have to say that, man? Shout out to Donny Cates. Thank you for everything you do in the community and what you're about to do with the Hulk. Um, yeah, so. yeah, that's very interesting. But that's All what right. it is. Like, the Venom stuff, he was so much better pre, you know, Mr. Mr. Him, yeah. uh, where Venom and the symbiote never talked. And that's, you know, people who are older like us, we grew up on that type of reading from Venom. But younger mm -hmm. people, they grew, you know, they're growing up on the Donny Cates stuff. So that's what you're getting this back and forth banter, which yeah, I don't they gave like him the, Yeah, they gave him this more cosmic feel to him, too. And there was some hints to it in, in the movie. Um, I myself would like to see Venom more like a horror comic book movie, right? I think that would have mm -hmm. worked better than it was. I mean, you know, all, people always say in the Marvel movies are too jokey. This may have been too jokey, even though it wasn't a Marvel movie. But uh, you know what? You know, kudos to Venom. Hey, the more money it makes, the more movies they can make. And uh, hopefully Feige gets a hold of Venom because, you know, eventually you can't have uh, Venom without Spider-Man. So number six mm -hmm. on the list, Venom, Lethal Protector, number one. All right. Number five on the list is a book that uh, we talked about this on the show before. And sure enough, here it is. Ooh, hello, Gun Honey number one. Adam Hughes, this is the trade dress version from Titan Comics uh, 2021. So there has been a lot of pre-launch excitement around this title. This was specifically to the Adam Hughes cover that really captured the market's attention. While the Virgin and Virgin Foils are the most desired, this trade dress cover still sold 36 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 178% and a high sale of $29.99 for raw copies. Though copies have been settling back down to about $12 online. So if you got in, you know, that $30 mark, you were good. You were selling this, good stuff yeah, right there. This book, this is one of those interesting things in Hollywood where they announced that it's already been optioned before the comic even comes out. So the comic mm -hmm. hasn't even come out yet. Uh, and they already have a deal on it. So, uh, you know, plus you got Adam Hughes doing a dope cover. So um, I can only imagine when, once it come out, I mean, you know, obviously it's going to show up on this list because it hasn't hit comic shelves yet. So people are buying it pre-sale off of eBay uh, or whatever, you know, auction sites they can find enough because people are already posting them up, up on eBay, even though I don't think the comic, I think the comic comes out in November. Um, so it's already it getting came out pushed. last, I think it came out last week or like two oh, weeks it, ago, actually. Did yeah. Or, no, no, last week? week. It came out last Wednesday. I, could, uh, I didn't even see it at all in my shop. It must've sold out, but yeah, there's some sites that still dope, have, um, uh, uh, damn it. What the hell is his name? Uh, Bill Senkovich had a pretty dope cover as well. Yeah. Um, there's still some sites that have them. Um, so, you know, go out there and get them. I'm at, um, I, yeah. So, uh, should I give away where they can find yeah, them? Yeah, you can give it away. Cause I know where you're going to tell. I bought them. I bought yeah. some. Go to comics.com. They still have this one and they have the uh, Virgin um, Red Foil variant. Um, so go to Karis Comics. I was able to buy two or three of them. So was uh, everybody else. But go to comics.com. If you didn't get your gun, honey, they still have them up on their website. So you can go get them there and not have to pay. And let's put it this way. I didn't pay near uh, near 30 or $20. Can we say mm -hmm. it? They're still for cover price over on KRSComics.com. So, uh, and you use your Lord's discount, get 15% off off of all new comics as well. So go over to KRS Comics, search Gun Honey, use discount code LOTLB, and you'll get 15% off cover price. They're selling them for $3.99, boys and girls, all right? So just trying to help you guys out. There's other places out there. All right. 
Number five on the list, Gun Honey. Number one, the Adam Hughes trade dress variant. What have we got for number four? I think no one's going to have this one. Babylon Jesus. 5, number one from DC Comics, 1994. Probably a book that has been sitting in dollar bins for quite a long time. Uh, Deadline is currently reporting that Babylon 5 series reboot from uh, Michael J. Straczynski is in the works at CW. While this property didn't have its origins in comics, this current market is definitely seeking out the first comic iteration. The first uh, issue from 1994 does seem to be trending. Sold 30 copies last week, seven-day uptrend of 385%. And a high sale of $152.99 for a CGC 9.6. Wow. Whew. I can honestly say nobody gave a shit about Bob 11.5 number one when it came out in 1994. Um, nope. And I, we keep on saying that now, especially since 2020 and even more so in 2021, if something gets optioned to be a movie or TV show, even if it wasn't originally came you know, originated from a comic book, people are going to look for that comic book. I mean, who would have thought the Phantom Menace comic would be worth any money, right? If you think about yeah. it, the Star Wars Phantom Menace comic, you know, because that's the first appearance of a lot of uh, prequel characters that may mm -hmm. appear again. But uh, that's why I keep on like uh, the Transformers comic, the G.I. Joe comic, um, the Thundercats comic. Um, He-Man, all of them. He-Man, hell, if they ever, I'm telling you, once you... There is an Indiana Jones comics that is grossly undervalued that I think when the movie comes out, when they see the trailer, I think at, with the way the market is right now, I think people are going to snatch up that Indiana Jones comic. You know what I mean? I mean, mm -hmm. there's because back in the 90s, all the way back to the 80s, DC and Marvel had the had the rights to all kinds of weird uh, movies uh, they could do. I blew, I think Marvel even had a Time Bandits comic. Believe yeah. it or not. Uh, so, you know, if they ever do time bandits again, you never know, man. There's gold in their heels. <laughs> so <laughs> number four on the list is the sci-fi show Babylon 5 that is getting rebooted. Wow. I didn't even know DC had this. All right. Coming in at number four. What do we got for number three? Uh, another leftover from last week. You got Moon Knight number three. Of course, this is the first appearance of Hunter's Moon. It is unknown or how Marvel will take this character in the future. But either way, they did set him up to play a, a nice close role to Mark Spector. It did fly off, <clears throat> excuse me, fly off the digital shelves with 103 copies and a seven day uptrend of 122%. And they're going now for about $20, $21 for Raws. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't have this one. I have the 1 in 25 Rod Reese, which I actually like better. But this one has a better depiction of actually what um, uh, was Hunter's Moon kind of looks yeah, like. Yeah, it looks like, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, but yeah. I mean, if Hunter Moon appears on the Moon Knight series, forget about it. It's going to blow up. But, uh, you know, you never know. You know, but it's nowadays, I mean, you guys can just read the tea leaves. If it's a new comic and a new character comes out, it's just going to be hot for at least a couple of weeks. I mean, if it, if it doesn't ever, if it doesn't get optioned and become a character in a movie or a TV show, the price will probably drop down rarely do, you know, mm -hmm. first appearances. I mean, if you think about, you know, but you know, who knows the way the market is right now? I, I don't, I've, I've given up trying to try to figure out what it is, but if you don't want to miss out, just buy everything. That's what I say. Just buy everything. Just get all the first issues, first appearances. So number three on the list is Moon Knight number three. This one is a trip. What is number two? Yeah, this two? one's interesting. So we have uh, Department H from Dark Horse from 2016. So Deadline is reporting that Alice 
Uh, Waldington is going to direct an adaptation of Dark Horse's Entertainment's graphic novel, Department H, for Netflix. The first issue of this series sold 22 copies last week, had a seven-day uptrend of 624%, and a high sale of $82.95 for a CGC 9.8, with raw copies around a full fair market value of about $28. I'm sure that number one, 9.8, was sitting on eBay for about, I'd say, a good four years. Yeah. Uh, for a 624% uptick, that means it was literally, I mean, I can't, I'm no math major, but that tells me that was a dollar bin book. Um, so <laughs> I've never heard of this. Uh, I don't know what it is, but you know, Hollywood is looking to comic books to be adapted. Mm-hmm. So whenever you see those Hollywood trades or anything, maybe Geekosity or the Hollywood Reporter or Variety or anybody talk about, you know, um, something in development, I mean, just buy it up. You know, even though it may not get made, people are going to buy it anyway. If you want to flip it, flip it. I mean, remember God Country? I uh, yeah. won't name who, who's the writer on it, but uh, he said he had a screenplay, and that was two years ago. And we haven't heard anything ever since. So here's the way of the thing about how options work in Hollywood. They, they buy the option to create uh, whatever, a movie or TV series on it, right? So, And a lot of times it's a lot of, it's like they buy it to put on the shelf so nobody else will do it while they try mm-hmm. to figure out what to do with it, right? Like somebody owns the rights to Macross and they're still that's still in development. You know, they have all these things that they're still trying to figure out. But man, Department H, if you have <laughs> that on your 2021 bingo card, you are way ahead of the curve, my friend. So number two on the list, Department H, number one from Dark Horse Comics in 2016. Good to see Dark Horse on here. All right. Uh, if you thought I was a weird one, wait till you see what's number one. What do we got for number one? Fantastic Four, number 358 from 1991. I don't know where these unconfirmed rumors are coming of actor Kingsley Ben-Adir is possibly playing Padbock of the Power Scroll, not Super Scroll, the Power Scroll in the upcoming Disney Plus Secret Invasion, which is coming out next year in 2022 has landed his first appearance in this as well as the top spot this week. While we wait for confirmation, it did sell 118 copies, had a seven-day uptrend of 177% with a high sale of $325 for a CGC 9.8. I I don't know. Tim, what, what is this? What do we know about I, this? I haven't heard anything from this. <laughs> um, I I meant, uh, I have to go through our long-term spec because uh, we did have Super Scroll on our long-term yes, spec a long time ago for Secret Invasion. Uh, so a lot of times the uh, Marvel will change up the way they do things, you know, instead of the Super Scroll, they'll call them the Power Scroll or whatever, but there's scrolls involved. But I can guarantee you this was a dollar bin book for at least you know t- until last week. I you know mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know where the news came from, but uh, I'll have to research it and find out. And if you tune in on uh, Sunday show, I'll ask Mikey Sutton if, he, if he's heard anything about the the Power Scroll, which uh, yeah, Super Scroll is definitely cooler, man. But you know, yeah, oh, he's awesome. I mean, I can see how they could have done a Power Scroll a while ago when they didn't have the rights to the Fantastic Four, but they had the rights to. You know, well, I guess they, you know, well, I guess the scroll is part of the Fantastic Four, right? Because, I mean, you know, they, they, they debuted in it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, there you go. Fantastic Four 358. I'm pretty sure your if your LCS hasn't been uh, pillaged for it already, it's got to be in dollar bin boxes, uh, you know. But I, mm-hmm. I'm shocked that this yeah, is yeah '90s uh, book. Come on, that thing is definitely in the in the dollar. Fantastic Four 358. Come on, this is like not even a key issue, but apparently it is now. <laughs> but that's just 
the way things are, boys and girls, you know, get off of my lawn. I'm the I'm the old dude. So uh, yeah. So thank you guys all for joining us. Uh, that was a fun top ten list. Uh, Justin, any last words? Yep. Check out the Comic Con podcast, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, last week episode, Zach and I were just uh, chit chatting about a ton of things going on in the comic book community. Uh, new episodes drop every Friday. That's all I have. I'm exhausted from doing the top ten by myself. <laughs> Thank you for stepping <laughs> up. I appreciate. It. Did you just drop a, a Comic Con episode, uh, or is uh, that just Friday. a re? Uh, no, it was on today on YouTube. Oh yeah, we just dropped like older episodes, so you know we just gotcha. gotta get so a little Make sure there, you yeah. can catch them on YouTube as well, boys and girls. Uh, we will see you guys Thursday. Also, I know it's still early, but mark your calendars because we're doing the fifth annual Black Friday auction and claim sale, which is one of our biggest of the year. So uh, on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, make sure you tune in to us. We're going to be selling uh, auctions and selling box. I'm sure Justin will have like, you know, mystery boxes galore and all Hopefully that good some stuff. slabs will be back in time. Oh, yeah. For Hawkeye. Uh, so, there, so, so mark it. The fifth annual Lords of Longbox Black Friday uh, annual sale. Uh, we will see you guys Thursday for the comic book shakers of the week. If you can't make it Thursday, make sure you check us out on Sunday uh, for letters and long box to Mikey Sutton. He's got some in, uh, forward inside information about Disney day and some stuff that they're, they're going to be introducing on Disney today. So you don't want to miss out on that. All right, boys and girls. So for uh, nemesis prime and the rest of Lord's crew, this is TiVo. Keep digging in them long boxes and peace out.